You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to pitch battle research. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is the day that won the battle. Well, good luck! Target is in, target is Never miss communication. My name is Foxy. The balls are in there. Welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd to Know Basis Show, airing on Phoenix 92.5 FM and all those other wonderful places on the internet like Spotify and our website. Uh, I'm Kian, and with me this week is... Hey, it's Tara. Hey, it's Kev. And Mannequin Blue. We've got it down. It only took 200 episodes, but here we are. We Woo! can you know what they say. in alphabetical order. You know what they say, practice makes perfect. <laughs> That's it, repetition. <laughs> the definition of insanity no it's the definition of a radio show <laughs> a podcast certainly exactly <laughs> i mean radio show we're, we're classy joints um so uh why not we, both why not both exactly. so we do have some sort of 200th episode thingies because our 100th episode was actually recorded in the heat of lockdown, so consider us a little bit of a time capsule. But before we get that, we're going to do some timely things. So, Kev, I believe you have a review or potential outrage or gobsmacked that you want to bring to the show. Yeah, yeah, we we find ourselves at this at this once again. <laughs> uh, Netflix have decided to to adapt another well beloved anime into live action, um, and shock and aghast. This one's good. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I, I haven't seen uh, One Piece, the anime, but I did see clips of it floating around social media, and it looked decent, like. Yeah, so, like, just, just kind of get to set a baseline, uh, as Kia mentioned, so it, it is One Piece. One Piece is, for lack of a better word, incredible, <laughs> but also expansive. Uh, like, you know, the thing everybody will always harp on on is length, because it is... At about a thousand and ninety chapters now, which is um, which is crazy. No, it's a perfectly reasonable length for a manga, Katie. Come on, <laughs> um, just don't get it, man. Just don't get it. But like, isn't it like my real dad? Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't it like the longest running anime or something uh, like no. that? No, far from it. Like there, really? there are ones. Oh yeah, no, there's been like um short form. There were short form ones from the sixties that ran for like. The better part of forty years. And... Wow. Well, I mean, well, as an ongoing story, though, I mean, if you get in, if you lump it with mm. international things like Superman or Garfield or whatever, it's always going to muddy the water. Like, what it is though, it is. Uh, I saw this a couple of years ago, so I don't know how relevant it still is. But at one point, it was the third highest grossing comic franchise in okay. the world. Wow. Third only to all of Batman and all of Superman. <laughs> Really? Spider-Man doesn't crack up there? Wow. Uh, One Piece is exceptionally popular. <laughs> Holy moly. Uh, in, in sheer volume sales. Uh, and it, it is. It's, so it's it's a rip-roaring pirate adventure that just that is truly globetrotting and is a masterwork of macro and micro storytelling. So Netflix decided, how about we try to make eight episodes of television like this? <laughs> just cut uh, it down a bit. Just put it down. But no, they've actually managed to pull it off because One Piece, it is it is that expansive, but it is easily broken up into very individualized chunks. And they've taken basically the first, the East Blue Saga is the first kind of arc before they get into the kind of the next like major kind of story beat. 
Uh, and just, yeah, and they've, they've cut it down and managed to make each one a kind of an individual episode while having a running through line. And it, it's really good <laughs> like, to kind of to get into it. Like they 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 have managed to get a cast who embodies everything that was great about those characters, especially uh, the actor Inoki, who's playing Monkey D. Luffy, who is this like boundless well of shonen protagonist optimism. Like the the guy is a Looney Tunes. Character. Is this the guy who's on all the posters with a smile bigger than his own head? Yeah, yeah. Uh, helped by the fact that so the thing about the thing about Monkey D. Luffy is that he is a rubber man, in that he is made of rubber and can stretch himself out. And that is, and you know what? The effects are shockingly not horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're they're like they're a little on the dodgier end of CG, but not bad. You know, right. there's there's an element of being able to take it with take a grain of salt with it. Um. But yeah, all of the cast are great. They manage anything they do change in adapting, you know, for to form to format to hour long like streaming live action episodes. Everything is done in service of the grander plot of One Piece. And a lot of things they've changed. Nothing contradicts the 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 the, the long the longer running story, and anything they've added would have been mentioned after the fact. So this, gotta remember, this does feel like a loving kind of review. Every, yeah, everything about this feels like it's come from a place of passion from people who know One Piece. Like my favorite, like there's so many little, like there's so many little Easter eggs for people who know One Piece. Like, cause like it, it's pirates. So the way they like, uh, they introduce a lot of pirates is uh, through wanted posters. Uh, like it's, it manages to kind of like leapfrog like Dragon Ball's like power level mm. problem by giving every pirate a bounty level. But the thing <laughs> is, it's that the bounties aren't exactly a measure of how powerful you are. They're a measure of how how much of a threat the government thinks you are. Oh, okay. So it's more about notoriety than like how yeah. good you sword like. Exactly. So like one of the crew members uh, is a terrible, is like, a, is a notorious liar, but an absolute coward. And he has like the third highest bounty on the crew. <laughs> <laughs> Because people think he is a god. <laughs> um, All right, you're talking me into this. That's that's way later. But like, yeah, there's so many Easter eggs. Like one of the one of the Easter eggs is one of the um, one of the wanted posters in the first episode is for a side bit pirate from like episode nine hundred. A guy called Cavendish truly shows up for three episodes and is gone. <laughs> <laughs> And it's it's that sort of just attention to detail, where I'm like, oh, these guys know One Piece. <laughs> okay, um, but like you're saying this as like someone who seems to be very familiar mm -hmm. with it. If I'm if I'm Joe Bloggs, having not seen an anime before, do you think there's there's still an audience for that? Like, absolutely, yeah. Uh, because they like it, it. This comes back to the question we had when we were talking about Cowboy Bebop, mm -hmm. which would have been the other major live action thing Netflix had done. Yeah. Um, and the question we raised was, who was this for? In Cowboy Bebop's stance, it ended up kind of appealing to nobody. Yeah, because yeah. I saw the Death Note film uh, ahead of the anime, and I thought that was okay, but it do it didn't communicate like what was good about it, you mm -hmm. know? Whereas this, I think, has managed to hit the sweet spot where it appeals to both right. long-time fans of One Piece and people who've never seen it. It's still that gateway. It's still the intro to that story reframed in reframed in live action given a slightly different workaround uh if like if you like i get it one piece is imposing if you've ever had any sort of a uh an inclination to check it out this would be the best way to do it if the manga seems as i said too imposing well that's and a if you compliment like this, in of itself like yeah and if you like this i would recommend you go back and start again because the effect like the 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 plot that this that the manga covers of this part is different enough that there's still things you can discover through that so it's not like a carbon copy experience like uh i'd say about 80 percent okay um but yeah no i am thoroughly blown away and yeah just i i i i i I don't have. I don't. I'm not holding my hopes out for a second season because 
this looked terribly expensive to make. They like made a lot of there, there's there's so many practical effects in this as well, which I which I enjoy. Uh, but they made so many like huge boat sets. Well, I think we talked about this maybe last week, where it's yeah. like anything that's filmed on a boat in the actual ocean will never turn a profit, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I like that's this has to be the biggest show on the planet. Otherwise, I don't see it getting a second season. Uh, we still haven't even had Sandman confirmed for a second season, and that was yeah. Netflix popular, has like. been yeah. Netflix has been pretty finicky about that sort of thing recently. Yeah. Uh, but I I do I I hope because I know the next uh, where I said this 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 first series is introducing a lot of the kind of the core cast and introducing the world, which is so well fleshed out. The next arc, the Alabasta arc, is the first like long form piece of storytelling in One Piece. Mm-hmm that gets to the heart of things like the seven warlords of the sea and the much more kind of like heavy geopolitics of of the world and the grand line and really kind of gets starts getting up to the kind of the the, the upper ceiling of like the creativity of powers in this thing i like what uh, alabasta is is the first sign of oh no this is this is trying to this story is saying something right so i i, I would just love... kids having fun in the ocean like yeah yeah uh like you're and that they they've like this series drops seeds of that throughout it uh like it's definitely it's 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 building itself to be an adaptation of all of one piece and i i can only hope that they get it uh but yeah no i had a blast it it gets an absolute recommendation if you've ever had like a uh uh, an inclination to watch One Piece. Like I, I could nitpick, I could gripe, but nothing for what it is. Nothing like is substantive enough for me to 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 really put a mark against it. Okay, I'm gonna watch it and I'm gonna come back with questions in a few weeks. Controversial oh, yeah. opinion, right? But would you recommend it for someone who doesn't like One Piece based solely on the fact that they thought all the characters were incredibly grating? Ooh, that seems incredibly specific. <laughs> Not talking about <laughs> anyone in particular. Uh, this question comes sh- from Rannikin Shoe. <laughs> mm. I would say give it a shot. They are very close to the characters of the manga. Like one, like Luffy is still that that sheer will of op- of boundless hope and optimism. Zoro is still is he shouty? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. oh yeah. That's his that's his thing. Like that's yeah. Luffy. Like, 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 that's like kind of Japanese manga in general, though. You know, these Yeah, but like I watch like... TV to relax. I don't need someone shouting at me. That's that's like then you're kind of taking away one of the core things of Luffy in in that absolute sense of adventure and energy. He is he is a <laughs> Like he is a child who has been filled with Lucasade and shaken up and just thrown in the sea. Like that's, <laughs> that's that is the core. That is one of the core conceits of his character. <laughs> and oh so no, God. if you just don't like Luffy as a character, then you yeah, know what? Like, Katie just told me it's into watching piece. it. <laughs> it's, not that, it's not that I don't like Luffy as a character. He's just very very loud, and it kind of gives me sensory overload. Is this just making you think of like balloon parties? No, balloon parties I can handle. That's I'm, fine. I'm children at them. Oh, I just tune them out. <laughs> but like, you can't tune out Luffy. He's the main character. Oh, I thought you were going to say, fair. can't I... tune out Luffy. He's just too loud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fair. I like, I think it's, it is, he is still Luffy. And the reasons I like him is because he's managed to capture what is a very cartoon character mm. to kind of like to that real life. Well, that's so, what I'm fascinated with whenever they do like uh, try real people in animated form. Cause I've seen like erased and death note and they're quite muted anyway, mm. but like the big characters, like, you know, that, that, that translation is what I'm interested. Do they succeed in that? Like, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, and One Piece, One Piece is nothing if not colorful in its characterizations. 
and they do it. Yeah, no, they they absolutely pull it off. Um, yeah, no, like I I I don't I I don't know really what else to say about it. Um, I I really enjoy. I I think I am just aghast that I enjoyed it so much. So you liked it better than the Cowboy Bebop one. Oh, miles and leagues. Yeah. Like I, 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 I was, I, like, I, I think I played real devil's advocate for that one. But that's I why I remember that. Yeah. Doing. Yeah. You were kinder to it than most other people. Yeah. I could see what they were doing, but I could definitely tell it wasn't good. Right. <laughs> uh, but this, no, this, this like unabashedly is like, no, this, they've managed to nail what makes one piece, one piece. <laughs> All right, well then, before we get to our 200th celebration, just imagine I had a party popper there. Uh, I believe there's also a game that's eating your life. Yeah, I finally got my hands on Baldur's Gate. <laughs> Sorry, for the benefit of people listening, there, uh, Kev kind of sulked in his chair and did a massive sigh before going, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like he has to do jury or something. No, it's it's just it is shameful the amount of my free time that this game is taking. This kind of a good game. game. Uh it's yeah, so it's it's Baldur's Gate 3. If mm. listen, if you're anywhere near like nerdy Twitter, I'm sure you've heard about it at this point, but uh what 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 do any of you know about Baldur's Gate? I I'll, I think we set this off the air, but on your recommendation, I watched Dungeons and Dragons, the film that just went yes. to Paramount Plus, and I was shocked that the first location in the film was Baldur's Gate because I didn't know that was like a D and D. Yeah, so Baldur's Gate is based on uh, Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition. Uh... I think. Not no not not necessarily specifically fifth edition. So Dungeons and Dragons through all of its editions ha- is has had its own lore and mythology and kind of planar cosmology. Mm. Um so Baldur's Gate is in the material plane on the kind of the the the, the planet of Faerun. Um and that's where like you'll get a lot of kind of names that you might recognize in like Waterdeep and Baldur's Gate and uh and things like that. Like if you're kind of like reading the D and D books and kind of like you know reading a lot of the source books or um, even reading like a lot of the kind of the novel adaptations of it, um, there there are a lot of kind of names that'll that'll crop up. So Baldur'sgate is a is a very major town. Uh, Neverwinter is the other one. I was racking my brains for the other one. Um, and yeah, so Baldur'sgate is is a primary city in that kind of universe. Um, and the Baldur's Gate franchise has been a kind of a a, a, a very D and D heavy based RPG game. Well, that this goes is back well. Sorry, before we even PS2. get into it, like, yeah, is this appealing to like outside of the D and D circle? Like, you know, I would say so. Uh, like, if it if you have any interest in fantasy, that this would be, uh, I think this would he- this would really appeal to you. Right. Yeah, they they put a lot of work into like the character creation and the classes and the subclasses yeah. and the backstories and everything. So like it it would appeal to just general fantasy fans. Yeah, like the bones of it rely on like a lot of the kind of the core rule sets of Dungeons and Dragons of the the tabletop RPG, but it's still like a a heavily accessible just fantasy game. You know, if you if you like Skyrim, if you like Dragon Age, it's another one of those in a di- in a different skin. Um, and a very so, well, that's, that was going to be my next question. Is this like a hacking slashing gameplay wise, or uh, it's strategy? Is, oh, okay, yeah, it's it, it's incredibly open ended. Like they, Larry and Studios have gone above and beyond to make choice matter a lot in this game, which means that like there are so many different outcomes for any of your choices. Like you with because it, it, it's D and D based, so everything is done buy a roll of the dice in the game oh i wasn't like expecting you, that yeah okay. so there's yeah. there's a strategy element to it but then there's also just pure luck yeah and there's ways to bend that look to like fit what you want uh but if you kind of like if you know the rules right and play the game and like stack and stat things the right way you probably don't ever have to actually fight an encounter 
at all. You you could likely talk your way out of any scenario in this game. So wait, is there like a wandering like Mass Effect Dragon Age feeling to it then? I'm just I'm just oh, trying yeah. to get my head through like what a normal day in the gameplay is. Yeah, so like that's it's you you're kind of like plunked. There's 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 setup, there's backstory. But for lack of a better word, you're plunked in just this open map world told, hey, go get the slug out of your brain. Right. And go figure that out. And you can, you can <laughs> walk up. That's it. And you can walk up to the Druid's Grove and they're like, hey, we're, we're getting attacked by a bunch of goblins. And you're given the choice of you can go, just go in and start massacring goblins. You can go and talk to the goblins, find out they want to go massacre the Druids. So you could go try massacre the Druids. You could talk to both of them. Um, like okay, that's, so like, is it like open ended, like the completely, like, yeah, story like or? or oh yeah, we uh, a friend of ours is one of our one of mine and Louise's friends are decided for her first run through to be a full evil playthrough. Okay, in which because you're given like a, a set of like party uh, of like party player characters who you can also like inhabit and play as well as as well as your custom one. Like they're right. they're your D D party, and they've got their own backstories and that. Uh, in an evil playthrough, you can fully murder them and then get your own part, get a whole different party of just evil players. <laughs> okay, so there's a lot of replayability then. Yeah, Louise is on her fourth playthrough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is not a short game. <laughs> okay, I can see why people are getting drawn into it. Yeah, like it's it's the, the, there's there's such a level of detail, um, like every every and like every choice. There's no like black and white choice. Uh, like sometimes you're just kind of given a thing of like, like just literally before, <coughs> uh, logging on there, I'm in a Githyanki camp who are these kind of like extra planar sort of elves who hunt mind flayers. The, the whole thing, um. And I've been talking my way through them and I walk in and there's, I, I find a Githyanki hatchery with a, with an egg of an unborn Githyanki. <laughs> and I kind of, I was just kind of following through the, the, um, through the dialogue options. And at one point I just saw the options for, well, if I just convince him to take the egg <laughs> and I did, and now, but I have no idea what to do with this egg. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just have the egg of an unborn just Yankee in my bag. And I don't know, like, that's just, I guess I'll figure out what I'm doing with that later. Like, Welcome to parenthood. Not, yeah, apparently I've just made Lazella mother. Like, that's... Uh, but, like, that's... It's, it's, there's, there's, like, like, there's an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine about that. Yeah, it's 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 very, like, there's... You know, there, there are some pretty clear, oh, this is the solution to this problem. Sometimes just given, given something of, like, well... This might come back. Who's to say? I'm getting like Shadow of Mordor vibes off it from the way you're explaining it. Uh, I'd say a lot more open-ended than Shadow of Mordor. Okay. Yeah. It, it, Just because of the way the orcs learned and came back. The vibe like, that I got from it was like very Dragon Age with more consequences. Yeah, Dragon Age would be a closer... Uh... More consequences? Oh, yeah. That's, that game is all consequences. <laughs> Um, Buckle up, kids. Yeah. I, there's, <laughs> See, now uh, it just uh, sounds uh, very stressful. It can be, but also if you if you play your cards right, you can just have a really chill time. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just play it as a dating game because that's also a whole other. See, now it sounds like Fire Emblem again. Yeah, <laughs> it's a choose your own adventure. Literally. So, um, like in your house or your flat or whatever, there's happy one piece in one corner of the room, and then there's like the dark corner of the room with like Balder, like egg adoption, and all this kind of stuff, and your dating I tree. I wouldn't say it's date. I wouldn't say it's dark. Just because I'm dating a woman named Shadowheart, but she's totally cool. She's so racist. You learn. She's, she learns to be better about it. So racist. Now it sounds <laughs> like Mass Effect. <laughs> she learns to be better about it, but also Lazelle has made it abundantly clear that she only wants to murder her. That's fair. Do you and your fiance discuss your pairings in these games? Oh, about constantly. 
Um, again, in the month I didn't have it, I was getting nothing but updates on Louise. Uh, there was one playthrough she started, uh, made her feelings clear to the giant demon girl named Carlac. Nice. Um, then went over to Gail, who's the wizard, and started talking to him, and it basically fell into also dating him. Turned around and saw an exclamation mark above Carlac for a conversation and just hard wiped that save. <laughs> did, did they can find up. out? Yeah. You're all in the They're, same party. Yeah. Like that's this would be like you're you're you've got like a kind of a camp that you can go back to all the time. And they're just standing across from each other. Like that's but like what just, happens? Uh consequences. They're like, hey, why are you why are you making out with somebody else? Yes, I know, but I want to know what happens. Not uh, big on dis- polyamory, are they? Like, disapproval. There are some polyamorous oh. uh, pairings. I believe they all they mostly revolve around Halson, <laughs> if you know who Halson is. I'm um, not familiar, no. No. Big, beefy druid man. Real oh. chill. Nice. Real hot. <laughs> nice. In case you didn't hear it, Katie just went, oh. Mm. Yeah. You've now discovered her type. We uh, like big he, beefy burly boys. Yeah, he's he's uh he he comes in around act two. But specifically beefy burly druids. If you don't oh, have yeah. that basic alchemy, like you know I'll just uh I'll just I'll, like I'll What's his this name? Is for, this is Halson. Where does he live? Yeah, for extracurricular uh off the air I bump into him at a balloon gig. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna yeah, I'm gonna just uh well, well, well. Uh, me and Katie are going to research some some burly men off the air. <laughs> but oh, I, I he has, he has the less beard than I was expecting. While the two of them confer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Baldur's Gate. I like it. Yeah, any love for fantasy, Baldur's Gate get Baldur's Gate gets a re- gets a gets a recommendation. Oh my! I was goodness. hoping for more beard, but I'll take it. Yeah, but he's also got like this vibe. He's just really he's real chill. Like he's a druid. He just kind of like everything. He's got a very commanding presence, but he's also like, hey man, everybody loves everyone. He has piercing eyes. Yeah, he does. They, they can see into your soul. <laughs> Is this is radio? You're gonna have to do more description. No. <laughs> no. No. This this is this is you, the listeners' homework. Just go, just go look at pictures of Halson. Yeah. Just go Google look at pictures it. of. Just go look at pictures of all of them because, yeah, all, all of the party of Baldur's Gate are extremely attractive and also incredibly fun. It's <gasps> one with his shirt off. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and moving swiftly onward. <laughs> yeah, you've lost me for the rest of this episode. Sorry. All right. Well, if this episode abruptly stops, it will be because Dara edited out the rest of this because my gimmick is an absolute <laughs> nightmare. So. Sorry, if- Dara. <laughs> it being the 200th uh, what, what, what are you sorry for we're, we're looking uh, at was... beefy burly boys on the internet oh that's okay I, I've been playing Shadow of War the entire time so brilliant yeah I, I, I don't know Would what you edit that out too I don't know what you've been saying but uh, I'm assuming it's okay oh you're gonna have fun on the playback oh I see <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. this is the unique experience Dara listens back to things he was there for for the first time <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about D&D People refuse you to could... play it with me Everyone has their own little group so, then, uh, play well, then, Dara, then you can play Baldur's Gate It's just like playing D&D with digital friends No, I have way too many digital friends As it is No more digital friends Only people Well then play it solo That's true That's true Okay, maybe Okay, you've sold me on it But I am playing Shadow Oh no, Wars, by so digital I friends I mean the characters in the game Oh, that's okay then Yeah Oh, that's fair Oh my god! Uh, but wow. you can also Baldur's Gate is all ha, does also have multiplayer. That's fair. That's fair. I do have quite the backlog to get through though, so it's going to be a while. Uh, yeah, yeah. Enjoy the ba- Enjoy the re-listen of this, Dara. Uh, you might say I need a glass of water because we are thirsty. Thirst <laughs> has no curfew. You're you're aware we're on a five, yeah. Thirst has no curfew. <laughs> we're it's we're. We're 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 a we're we're a perfectly peace uh, PG level of thirst. What happened? Yeah. I used to have to edit myself out, and now Kev has taken over. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I'm in my edge era. That's actually, it. in fairness, I started this one. That's fair. Anyway, well, Keen, please save so the show. Keen, yeah, well, okay, yeah well, 
What are we Unless celebrating? Unless that audio drooling has been edited out. I thought, well, uh, the 100th episode we did, 100 episodes ago or thereabouts, I know there's been lots of wrestling things and all that. Um, we were in the midst of lockdown. It was early 2021. And to commemorate it, we covered the Simpsons movie because we were covering the Simpsons at the time because there was no new content whatsoever. And we all were going a bit stir crazy. Before I even get into the little gimmick of this, like we kind of became a network in that period. <laughs> Kev, yes. what do you remember of like that sort of uh, whole, like that was kind of our podcast explosion for us. Yeah, it's crazy the things you can actually do when you don't have to commit all of your time to uh, to a job you don't really care about it's, and most of your day to it. <laughs> yeah, it was essentially like early retirement. Um, I, yeah, no, I fond memories of living vicariously through Persona 5. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and as you said, inadvertently starting a podcast network. <laughs> yes, I mean, me and Kev were in a shop. Like, Katie, you got like the full experience, didn't you? Yeah, I try not to to remember too much about that time, to be honest. Well, it's funny you should say remember, because here's my little gimmick. We can also treat this, for any medical professionals listening, as like our early like memory uh, test thing, see if we're going senile. Because all I'm going to do is just read you the titles of our episodes and see if 100 episodes on... You remember a single thing about <laughs> the content. Oh, God. I feel like oh, yeah. I feel like it is worth. You know what's so bad? I remember this episode, he's in at the moment. You know what's so bad? Well, I'm, about not, I'm not hedging bets with him, but. You know, you know what's so bad about it, right? So the only way I remember is what we've talked about is when Keen sends a little write up. So I'm going to do really bad on this one. Yeah, I did. I did <laughs> if not. Keen doesn't send the write up. I have no idea this. what we're talking about. I did not sign up for this level of attack today. Like <laughs> it's only like attack clockwork. if you do it badly. <laughs> like clockwork, at the moment we stop recording an episode, I just flush my brain, and the past hour just vanishes into the ether. Like honest to God, if it wasn't for Kane sending me, like that's why when you're looking at the feed and if there's no recap, it's because Kane was not on the show or did not provide one. One Isn't time, Kevin, and that was great. So, like, <laughs> I, I, I don't remember that at all <laughs> let's all <laughs> fail <that>. together <laughs> oh, oh my god. god i love it okay well that has that has cleared up the afternoon because i did look through the last 100 episodes and sometimes there are these like lavish descriptions with like puns and stuff and sometimes it is just the date so now I know why. Some are easier than others. I'll start okay. with a nice easy one just before the 100th. Okay. Honda stocks and stonks. Anyone have oh. any idea what that refers oh, to? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that no, was... that, that would have been GameStop. <laughs> that was GameStop, yeah. So that's so we're two years on from that. Damn. Well, I mean, it doesn't oh. exist in this country anymore, so I can't say I'm surprised. <laughs> There's, I think there's still one in like Stevens Green or something. Oh, I thought they were. No, I think no, they're, gone. they're all gone. They're all Are gone. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, they had like there. a, they had a big closing down sale. Like they were selling the walls. What am I thinking? <laughs> of? I brought this wall from home. So I mean, like, no, they're very firmly gone from Ireland. There's, I know, Golden Discs is really big there in now. HMV uh, is back. Have you seen that? HMV is yeah. back and is taking that. It's 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 you know what it's actually it's filling that void because it's ninety percent Funko Pops. Yeah, oh, man. which is also some like they're in a lot of danger as well for just you know I think their time has come and gone, but still. Look, if they open for a year and close shop, they might make a profit off a novelty, you know. No Funko Pops. The oh Funko Pops. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they're still in that like Beanie Baby phase where some are probably valuable, you know. Yeah, what was it? There was a report there like a couple of weeks ago that like the company just like dumped two or three barrels, like vans uh, full of stock into the desert. So that's not a good sign. When you start eating it, that's a really bad sign. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to move quick at a quick pace because there's at least 50 of these. Oh, God. Uh, now, the Thomas Jane Appreciation, a.k.a. the Runaway Bus Show. 
Okay, I don't remember the bus, but I do remember. To, I remember we really start like gushing about how much we all like Thomas Jane. Was that something about? I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna assume the runaway bus is just me desperately trying to keep the show on track and failing. Were we talking what? about Punisher? Were we talking about Snakey Bus? You did this. Uh, I have a question. Yes, Go Thomas on. Jane. <laughs> <laughs> I can Th- confirm you Thomas were on Jane. this episode. <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to repeat my question. Thomas Jane was the the Punisher before Ray Winston. He was, yes. and he's in um, the uh, D- and Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I'm, I, I'm so glad that it meant as much to us as it did to the audience. <laughs> you stuck with us. Okay, I'll I'll throw you like an easier one then. Uh, the Snyder Cut, Justice League, MCU thoughts and more. So, what do you think uh, about okay. first two? The Snyder oh, Cut. The Snyder Cut, MCU thoughts and more. <laughs> <laughs> Raking in the big bucks there. <laughs> I mean, doesn't it feel like a million years ago that like, People were handing out flyers for release of Snyder Cut at Comic Con and all that. Doesn't that seem quite quaint now? Yeah, sometimes kids don't always, you know, be careful what you wish for. I quite like the Snyder Cut. It's just the so, full so like, over it. The frame, the, fr- the the framing was very annoying though. Where it was like watching it through a letterbox. And I was like, "What are you doing? Why are you doing this, Snyder? Stop!" Still haven't watched it. It's a good time. Yes, yeah, like four <laughs> hours though. Who has that kind of time? You know what? Actually, I, I, I did watch it in like four one-hour sittings, and I thought it was much better than the two-hour one. So, like, oh yeah, well, that, and I that don't was... like Zack Snyder films at all. So that's saying something. That's fair. All right, so I feel like an honorable mention should go to what did we do? Twelve series of The Simpsons. Yes, I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. Like, what a mad time to be alive! Like, you know. Like going through all that because now we're introducing it in Futurama to my kids and all that. Like, you know, do you remember anything of blasting through an entire series of The Simpsons every week? No, because um, I used to do it. I used to do it once a day for like three years. I remember oh. at one point I just wanted it to stop. <laughs> <laughs> just make the pain stop. This is turning into the behind the music of our own <laughs> just, podcast. Just make it go away. <laughs> <laughs> This is when the Simpsons split up and like went and did their solo projects, and, <laughs> and Homer was in Rent too. <laughs> he literally chewed the scenery. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll keep it rolling at a nice pace. So, the big Irish HSC cybersecurity special—that was the eighth. Oh yeah. Oh, that that was Irish Avengers, right? Yes. Well done. <laughs> no, it wasn't Irish Avengers. No, that was a different one. Are you sure? No, that, yeah, no, that, that was a that was one of our, our oddly serious ones when HSE got hacked. The Irish Avengers it was a couple of years after that, I think. That oh was a gosh. good one. So just to clarify, alive? multiple hacks. Yes. If that's the case. Yes. This was the big one though. This was the one that like loads of people's records got like leaked on the dark web and stuff. Right. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to move on to something happier. Uh, I actually listened to this episode, and it does not help the title at all. <laughs> he and Katie and Kev's Wild Adventure. Oh, yeah, this is one that I wasn't on, so I really don't remember it, but it was great. <laughs> I remember I, I edited it, and I sat down and actually listened to it, and I was like, oh, this is a wonderful time. I have no idea what you guys talked about, but it's a fun show. You edited it? Yeah, it doesn't mean I listened to it. I listened to it afterwards. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, okay, you know we what? went on an adventure. I'm assuming there were snacks. Well, you know what? I think that's as good a time as any to bring up my favorite uh, memory of being on this, and I'm glad Kev is coming back in time for this. Uh, in fact, I'm actually gonna give Kev a second to come back in before I talk about it. Instead, I'll skip on to the next one. But what was the grand adventure? You just got to listen to it, aren't you? It's true. And it's you can listen to secrets. all these shows. You can listen to all these shows for free on nerdtonomedia.com. That's right, yeah. And Spotify, etc. Plugging so, it, plugging it. 
MCU Multiverse Madness. Now that could be literally anything. But this is 21. So go on, Dar, you're good at you're good at remembering things. Give us a shot what you think that is. Yeah, no, I think this was when Marvel started doing their multiverse thing initially. I don't think it's a review of Multiverse of Madness. It's probably a mix of things like Multiverse of Madness, Spider-Verse, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, we because Wanda kind of came up, like, it feels really bizarre. We won't dwell on the MCU because it will just eat the episode. But, like, it is really bizarre that we got a year off Marvel. An entire phase has come and gone since that 100th episode. Like, you well, know, do you do you feel like, Katie, I know you've got mixed feelings on, like, the MCU in general, but Darren, do you feel like it's like dizzying now or like I think Katie was right and history will show Katie was right. Um <laughs> can I get that printed on a t-shirt? Happily. Um <laughs> yeah, the MCU has been kind of horrific since Endgame, um, uh, for many reasons, but had some odd, odd, you know, good points, but like it's more kind of a case of how bad will it be, not will it be good. I, I, I don't personally agree. I think I think history will be kinder to this phase. It's just without the burden of expectation. Like I'm currently rewatching Ages of Shield and it's really good. But uh, no that, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna what? be completely honest. I hadn't even noticed there was a new phase. <laughs> I think, yeah, I I don't think there's gonna be so much a kindness as I think a lot of this is just gonna be forgotten possibly <laughs> yes i i you know the phrase uh superhero fatigue thing you know it gets thrown around a lot it's kind of a meme but it's like no like we're we're at the point now where you know the very few of these will actually be made but i think the days of the dominating box office and stuff is very much over very much uh, over uh now now that you're back kev so um, Damn, I thought I thought words. I could go unnoticed here. I thought I, I thought yeah. I could just like slip out, slip back. No, in. just like I, I'm not I playing the game. I could go prepared, which required you. Which <laughs> is, I'm gonna say three things, and I'm hoping you remember what their significance are. So, Matt Damon, oh, I know Neil Gaiman, and Arthur. Yes, the of course I remember the cameo. Arthur episode. The cameo, yeah. the, greatest, the greatest cameo ever. Do you, want, do you want to give us like a 30 second catch up? Uh, no, I think all I need to say was uh, was Neil Gaiman, what are you doing in my falafel? <laughs> I think you're underselling it. I think the, your vivid description of the human-ish looking Matt Damon. Oh, yeah. It was like, should we draw him as a human or an aardvark? Like, yes. I, I, I don't think yes. I ever laughed so much that I got concerned. That, oh yeah, God, like, I, so whatever, good. truly, whatever list of ideas we had for that episode went right <laughs> through the window because we could not stop but hyperfixate on, no. on I think it's everything what, there. I, I have I think to Google it again now. <laughs> I think it's probably one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. That one, I think, handily, that one's on YouTube. It's slightly easier to find. So Ken Can minimizes the Halston picture and maximizes the Matt Damon picture. <laughs> Can we just I'll... make every episode about Matt Damon and Arthur? <laughs> I, you know what? I'm sure it would work. I think like oh, it's, why it's... is he so muscular though? <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, yeah. That's that's Matt Damon asking the Arthur producers, "Just make me buff." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> All right, moving on to slightly more the world. Oh, no. The Suicide Squad and New Doctor Who. So, who does anyone have any fond memories or any memories at all about the James Gunn Suicide Squad? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, no, that movie was a blast. Yeah. Um, yeah, like it 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 like Gunn knows how to make a like campy schlocky like bloodfest. Um and yeah, no, like it, he managed to make the dullest character in like in the original uh, in. Oh, God, what's his name? Rick Flagg. Right. He, he managed to make him fun by simply just putting a yellow T-shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, look, Sylvester Sloan Shark. That's all I'm there for. Yeah, no, the jo- yeah, Peter Capaldi and his giant brain and the big starfish at the end were yeah. Yes. It, that movie's that movie's a hell of a lot of fun. Like that's that's DC throwing stuff at the wall and something sticking. Um like I, I almost can't blame them for them seeing that and being like this man. 
this man now runs our company. <laughs> now, this one's slightly more obscure. Cyberpunk 2077 and the James Corden rant. I'm going to assume that's a Dara thing. Oh God, I hate James Corden. Yeah, no, I could, that could have been me though. I do not like that man. Does anyone oh, okay. like him? Apparently, somebody likes him. But look, I'm look, I I'm sorry. I, yeah. Oh, oh, oh no. Sorry, I'm so <laughs> angry. I can't. I can't even say words. Um, <laughs> Dara, do you have to go to bed? I've got something to lift your spirits because this is the start of what has become, I suppose, you'd call a piece of lore for oh, us. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Forbidden Cinema Trip. Oh my god, yes. What a what a wonderful journey that was. Not I mean, really, Shang-Chi is just a footnote in what has become an ongoing <laughs> customer relations battle. I think was, was this one of these scenarios where the review of the hot dog was more thorough than the review of the movie? Yes. And I want and I want and in case you think I'm speculating, the next episode is Tales from the Cinema Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> not hang around on that. Oh man! <laughs> uh, let me, oh, let never me, mind. I... Tales from the Cinema Part Three: Cinema Selfies. That's yeah. I was gonna say <laughs> one of these was one of those was an extended round of people take a picture in the cinema. I remember that. Oh my god, I hate it so much. <laughs> this is content you have proudly put your name on. I'm I'm still standing by this. I mean, no, yeah, no, I, I, think, I think it's a fair statement to be like, here is my platform, and people shouldn't take pictures of themselves. In I'm a just cinema. saying, there's 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 more during the film. The length <laughs> of your rants, three episodes in, already eclipsed the Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand why you take pictures of yourself in a dark cinema. The lighting's no... all wrong. It's <laughs> terrible. It's bad, and it makes it worse for everyone. Exactly. Why? There's literally a thing before every movie saying, "Please turn your phone off and don't even check it." Are you going to have to add, "Don't take a picture of yourself"? Like, I mean, there's some things you shouldn't have to spell out. It's like saying, "Caution: contents of your hot coffee might be hot." <laughs> Did you say that? Well, they I know now, that's what yeah. I'm saying. This this is where we're going. All right, I'm gonna move at a brisk pace because we've got ten minutes. I'm only twenty in out of a hundred. Uh, Squid Game, and why is everyone talking about it? Does anyone have oh, any wow. fond memories of Squid Game now, or was that like sort of a hype thing? Oh, quaint. It's like uh... I mean, I wouldn't say it was a hype thing, but I will. I also wouldn't say I have fond memories. Oh, I so... do. I watched it three times. I loved it. Yeah, no, oh. it was great, but it's not a happy show. No, right. it's a very it's, depressing, it's horrible some, show. Yeah, it's not something you look back on fondly. You're like, I, still, I enjoyed I, that, but it was awful. I don't think I've heard anything about it now since they announced, but I still don't understand how they're making a second season. <laughs> no, it feels very complete. Yeah. Yeah, they should have like ended it and properly ended it the way they did. I, I think yeah. trying to or milk it. Or if you're going to do another, do it from a different character's point of view or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Trying to milk it with the same character doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, Plus, you're really... snaps some yeah, of the actors there, so yeah, it's just it's uh, not it's not good. But anyway, go on. This next one speaks for itself. Kian has never heard of Street Fighter Two. I still can't believe that. Two years, still haven't heard of it. The, Have you the heard biggest of it yet? fighting game no. on the planet. How? Yeah. How did you go this long without knowing who? Well, I haven't played it. We literally talked about it last week. I know. <laughs> no, you don't have to have played it. I've I've not played a lot of Street Fighter Two, but I've known what Street Fighter Two is for a long I, time. I, I can figure out the concept. <laughs> no, but like it's it's how do you go that long without knowing about like Chun Li? Uh. That's true. All right, or M. Okay. Bison, for that matter. M. I'm going to keep <laughs> Ash a bit of a mad pace now. Maybe we'll pick this up next week if we gotta only get to like fifty or something. But now. Venom, the Batman comics are weird. So, and by the way, this is actually referring to Venom 2. So I believe you had a soft spot for this, Kev. Is that still the case? Oh, yeah. No, those Venom movies are peak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I, agree I, I will not have a bad word be said against them. That whole Terrible. sequence where Venom leaves Tom Hardy and goes partying in the underground, peak cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Ven yes. Like yeah, I, all I wanted out of a movie was Venom with glow sticks, and it's exactly what I got. I need to see this movie. Yeah, oh, you haven't seen this good. movie yet. I've oh seen the God, first one. I've seen the first one. It's on Netflix, I think by now. Yeah, yeah I think the, sec the second one is as good, and it has like it is. Oh I my like God, it. I don't. I need to shake whoever decided to put. Um, 
oh, what's his name? Woody Harrelson. Whoever decided to make Woody Harrelson Carnage. <laughs> Woody Harrelson's yeah. awesome. No, he but is. it's like it's that's the Carnage. Like it's he's not. <laughs> it's like he's so not that character. It mm. comes full circle, <laughs> and just and it's just it's just Woody Harrelson in like a, in like a flesh suit. <laughs> <laughs> But oh it's glorious. God. It's absolute. And like, they toned it down. Did you? Did you said you watched it? Did you watch the 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 post credit scene where he had the really bad wig? Oh yeah, that was Venom One. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, it was glorious. I I almost wish they committed to that. Hmm. Well, we'll keep on with that now because we have we reviewed Dune, which the second one's coming out now. I still think that one holds up really well. Uh, that um, second one has been pushed back to, I think, yeah. early next year. I don't mind as long Delayed. as it's good when it arrives. Yeah. Hmm. We have our second ransomware episode, God help us. Uh we weren't learned the first time. Yes. It's <laughs> almost like people aren't listening to us. That's true, unfortunately. <laughs> this is how uh, I have a career, Keen. People never listen, and then bad things happen, and yeah. they come back. Part four in the Cinema Rants, which isn't in the title, but it's the No Way Home review, and that's my most vivid memory of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that was wild. Go on. And followed quickly by the new Matrix Christmas special. Oh, man, that was a great movie. I saw that five times. Yeah, I watched it on TV. In the, ci- I, I enjoyed no, I, in it. the I cinema. Of... I went to go see it in the cinema five times. It has lingered on my mind. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, uh, I'm not sure I'd call it my favorite thing ever, but yeah, it did stick there. Everything The Force Awakens should have been a deconstruction of uh, nostalgia. Oh, I could, I'm getting a clear vision of what you want for Star Wars now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, somebody to literally break through a wall and say, stop liking this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what oh, is wrong oh. with you? <laughs> We're coming, you know what, even if we don't hit all the episodes, I think we're coming up on the other long run, long running segment, which has haunted this show since February, uh, February 16th, 22. Moon Knight has too many names. Dara, do you like to tell us the significance? Is this the first time I mentioned the British Museum? Yeah. That's a surprise the British Museum isn't more prominent in the title. <laughs> I we didn't get know. Mad. We didn't know that it was gonna <laughs> stick around. Uh, you know what? I I I still feel vindicated in this when I had that talk with your man from Marvel, mm. and he's like, "Yeah, we know. We uh, we only, you know, we know." You talked to him specifically <laughs> about the British Museum. I had to mention it to him. Yeah, he worked on Moon Knight, and I was like, "What's the story?" It was in it was in uh, Multiverse of Madness, and is like, "We know. We said it to them too." So. I feel vindicated. Invasion. It wasn't. Well, a secret it was. Invasion, they have a meeting there. No, no, that was the National Gallery, which it wasn't. Oh, all right. National Gallery looks yeah. is on the other side. I should also mention the next episode is called Dawn of Dreamcast. So you were on a bloody remaking the show, like sort of hype or whatever you'd call it there. Something was happening there. Currently building the foundations of the kingdom we would establish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and from it shall rise the Dreamcast 2. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kev, the Dreamcast 2 did arise. It's called the Xbox. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last one I'll mention now before time runs out is 139, which is Dublin Comic Con reopens the world and the Batman review. So... That's to me now. I didn't plan to end it here, but that feels like a nice kind of bookend for starting right in the height of lockdown. And that's sort of like now that Comic Con was barely attended, but it still kind of felt like a step towards the world reopening. Uh, I yeah. think I was the only one at the Comic Con. Oh, no, you, you were there at the Comic Con too, Dara. But like, do you have any kind of memories of like things reopening or anything like that? You know? Yeah, that, that was a weird Comic Con. Because uh, it was it was still fun. Now, very few people were at it because obviously I think some people were still kind of either spooked by large events mm. or, you know, there's loads of different things that were kind of like up in the air at that point. But uh, yeah, it was definitely a good time capsule. I think I think 
right after that we did our first panel back. Mm. So that kind that Comic Con holds a bit more uh fond memories for me than the first one back. But I would yeah. say it was nice to have a bit of normality on the show where it's like, oh cool, we get to go out and like see other people and, and do the do the big nerd thing again, which was great. Yeah. And I oh. should also kind of give some we talked about the Batman a lot, but it was I felt yeah. like that was the first movie that everyone felt comfortable going to on mass. Yeah. So yeah, that's worth definitely. mentioning as well. Yeah. That's why I think I think we mentioned at the time as well that it kind of felt like things were really back to normal then at this point, yeah. at least getting there. Is it funny actually, just just a just a thought about how Batman has both kind of signaled the the start of the superhero hype cycle and has kind of also closed the door on it. Death knell. Like, yeah. Just I just kind of thought about that. Yeah. Well, I feel like we may have to revisit this next week because the one we're stopping before is the Morbius review. Oh, <laughs> it's Mormon time. You know what? If you two weren't drooling over Baldur's Gate hot druids, we'd have gotten to it. I have we no could have drooled over Mormon. <laughs> Did any of you see... Um, it was a thing on Twitter. Matt Smith uh, has a new movie coming out. Um, and like a big press thing put out. It was like starring Matt Smith brackets Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! No, th- oh. no other credit was necessary. Oh, like, oh no! Last night in Soho is on Netflix right now. What's your excuse? He had not. Sp- it was not an insignificant amount of time in Doctor Who. Terminator <laughs> Genesis, and, House of Dragons, and the like. You House know, of the Dragon. Star the Wars was a big in just to the really em- put salt in the wound. The Emperor. No, no, people just know Matt Smith from Morbius and only Morbius. He is the best part of Morbius, in fairness. <laughs> hold, hold on a second. Every part of that movie is amazing. I went to go see that three times. Unironically. That's your problem. It's Morbid time. <laughs> it's Morbid time. You know what? Save it for next week. I think I think there may be still gas in this tank or whatever you'd call <laughs> maybe still juicing this well hold on a second because there isn't because WB was it WB yeah they tried to put it out again in theaters and it bombed spectacularly <laughs> I, I mean in this gimmick not, not oh, Morbius, Morbius oh, no, is they, done Jared Leto did a teaser in a cinema and he said Morbin <laughs> time to sell that second run of tickets they had no and idea it, no it killed the meme completely and Minions oh, trounced it <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, oh, Minions Rise of Gru was phenomenal. That was a that was a great movie. I have it on good authority. Louise went to see it and she thoroughly enjoyed it. Just no, take it is the it, DVD it, off us. Listen, it, it's it's so much better than it has any right to be. Genuinely, it is no it is no reason to be that good. Those movies, the ebb and flow of them is is the most bizarre thing in the world. So what I'm hearing, Kean, is in celebration of our 200 special, we're doing this bit twice. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> to be just honest, like this movie. is really handy because you can just skip forty episodes now and just do this one, and you get hot druids. This is like incredibly. This is like when they condense books down. Like this you know, is near to no media abridged. Near to no media. Yeah, this is abridged. yeah. The, the, this is this is like the One Piece catch up episodes. Where yes. every episodes. It is actually really... kind of appropriate that you led with One Piece. That's pretty. They have to like that. cram. 300 episodes worth of plot into a tw- into 20 minutes where five of those 20 minutes is outros and openings. <laughs> yeah. I should say there are 20 episodes without names. Anything could be in there. Who knows? It's and like this is... one of those lucky bags. Just <laughs> just spin the wheel bag. go in. I mean, I don't know. Apparently I wasn't on them, so and this is my fault because I well, it's a mixture of Keen's fault and my fault because Keen does all the all the like notation of what we talked about because I don't. I, I have can't even... children. That's true. That's what I'm saying. It's amazing that he, <laughs> he does it. Like, um. So we did. What we're saying is, Keen, we appreciate you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, um, without you, this out. thing would be a sinking <laughs> ship. Yeah, <laughs> well, it would be, it would be a sunk ship. <laughs> because we'd because still we would... be recording, but we would not be afloat. <laughs> but we w- but we wouldn't know what we were talking about. That'd be the problem. It would just be void. Well, like in all seriousness, I do like the idea that you know eventually the like radio will always be there, but the podcast bubble will burst eventually to be replaced by three D television or I don't know something like that. Uh, and I like I do like the notion that there's kind of like 
a little bit of a time capsule component to it, you know, uh, of like the way lockdown was and what we felt before something like the Batman came out or like, you know, it's it's nice to have that saved. It's not the most essential piece of history, but it's still nice to have it, you know? Hold on a second. The cinema cinema chronicles are important. (laughs) You can't get a name. We got to review those hot dogs. But no, I think I think it. it People all need to stop that. taking like, selfies in the cinema. You know what? You're going to turn into that guy from Ratatouille who turns up just to close down restaurants. Well, no, because I still, I still, I still, I still, en- I still enjoy the cinema, but I don't enjoy like you're halfway through a movie and then there's just a random flashlight and you're like, oh, I think this is it. And it's like, no, it's someone taking a picture of themselves in the cinema during the movie. <laughs> what do you think you're going to die? Be <laughs> <laughs> a random flash. You're like, oh, that's probably We're getting it. raptured, lads. <laughs> it could be anything. Uh, it, it happened. Uh, it has happened more than once, and I cannot explain what every oh, time. Why? Yeah. People take selfies, Dara. <laughs> well, not yes. I haven't played that Jurassic Park game enough. <laughs> Uh, actually, funny you mentioned. I have actually finished it completely, uh, several times. Oh, go! Cool. Pod- well, now you can go into the pearly white beyond. That's fine. <laughs> but no, <laughs> I want the third one. There's, there's more legs on this. You know, more legs in this franchise. More dinosaurs. More dinosaurs. Dinosaurs and roller coasters. That's what you need. That's the magic. Oh my god. Well, I think we're probably five minutes over. Apologies. You can just edit out the drooling to balance it out. Uh, How dare you? <laughs> Absolutely not. Katie's like, no. That the segment is essential. integral to the structure of the entire episode. It's oh, important for plot series. reasons. All of Spotify, really. The episode falls apart without the drilling. The funny thing is, if this was like one of our side things, like the exposure thing or Kev's like anime crash course or my game corner thing, that would have been the whole episode and that would have been great. Oh yeah, no, like listen... Anime crash course with a lot of things. It was horny on main. <laughs> I I did notice that in the picks, the selection. Yeah. <laughs> oh glory. Uh, well, I think I think in honor of of as you said, a time capsule, kind of like of that time we done started a news network. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think I'd I'd like to I'd like to plug you know the older shows that we had. They are still out there, and I think at least my one I think still holds up. <laughs> Not like the rest of that trash. Not the rest of that trash. <laughs> <laughs> Only the horny show survived. I I just I admittedly never listened to the rest of your guys. Sorry. <laughs> well, as someone who listens to all, I can't swear, but I want to. <laughs> as someone who I listened as, as to so... yours and was in yours. <laughs> as someone who listened to all of them and edited a lot of them, I think they're all great. Thank you. And like, sure, they all have lovely bottoms. <laughs> oh, no. but man- I, I will say, I like that feature of the game corner, which is like, uh, like I know it's probably been lost to history more or less, but like it's, um, it was nice to, to just make contact with two people a week. Sometimes people I didn't know, some people I did, and just find out what board games and games they're playing because it's, it did have a nice sense of that isolation and that sort of like what people were doing with their time. And we got the likes of Keith and all them in like, you know, and Searsha. I mean, and they're, all, they're, they're all up on Spotify, but like all the, all the, for want of a better word, pandemic stuff is all up on YouTube because I had more time to put it up on YouTube. There you go. That's, so, I, I mean, it's all there. The easiest way to, to find it in an archive. I think that, yeah. that is, that was all playlisted. So that should all yeah. be pretty. So easy. your homework is to go and find this Arthur thing. <laughs> and then and then google images from Baldur's Gate 3 apparently that's the homework homework we expect to see you next week we, we missed an opportunity you should have just described these characters in great detail Kev he had a shirt off Kian, we need draws for next week come on <laughs> okay return next, next week. week Kev will in very sensuous detail <laughs> we are on a five doesn't matter. Uh, no, no, no. This is this, this is this is Spotify only content. Okay, <laughs> we're getting After we're that. getting deep in the weeds here. After <laughs> hours, if you just hear the sounds of like birds tweeting, like in the old days when people used to swear on Big Brother and stuff, then hey, like because it was too sensuous. Well, hey, like listen, this this game has a lot of settings. Um, 
let's just say I could go into pretty graphic detail about these character models. Wow. I have okay. seen it. Main features. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> And on that note, folks, we will pick it on up. On that note? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Just push that bus off the cliff, why don't you? <laughs> Thank you all for listening. If you would like to support us more, we have a Patreon. We do. We don't we know why you would, but if we, you want to. We have a Patreon. Spread the word of the podcast. And then you, too, can find out. Come about... and rule with us. <laughs> that should be a T-shirt. <laughs> Oh, before we get cancelled, oh, send me money for my for my fantasy base. This this is the episode <laughs> that will get leaked when I'm famous in twenty years. <laughs> oh my god! All right, until we will hopefully, if we remember, let's be honest, pick back up with this segment next week. But until then, I it's have Marvin been time. <laughs> the rest of you, please. Uh, together on three one two three it's more time. time I hate you all <laughs> not even saying goodbye <laughs>